Hey everybody, we're back with another episode. This is me talking with a, a higher pitched, upturned <laughs> voice. <laughs> the last two episodes has been like, hey, we're back. Yeah, hey everyone. <laughs> oh, was it really like that? Dang. <laughs> I, I yeah, think it I, was. But maybe I wanna... it said, uh, we're just, I'm more relaxed this time. We record in the evening. Maybe it is that seasonal. I don't want to claim depression. After our last episode, I'm not claiming I'm, I have anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I like I want to talk about that a little bit. We'll but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yes, but. maybe we should have a segment where we recap. Uh we're just like a little like a preliminary, like I had to put 10 on 20 <laughs> from last episode or to clear this shit up or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it made me think some more about like, damn, I I mean we there we've all I feel like had this season of being like my depression or my anxiety like we all do it where we're like mm -hmm. even when i said body dysmorphia in another episode oh <laughs> even though low-key with body dysmorphia i feel like it but at the same time i know it's you know i'm not diagnosed yeah so if everybody but... has i mean it's like because that's it's like the ocd thing like mm -hmm. we all have little quirks maybe but it's what makes it unfunctionable or like when you're not living in reality that's where it's like no you actually can classify yourself as suffering from this thing because right. if it's just like you being like dang like i'm a little <laughs> chunky you're like wow my face is so round and you have that nice friend who's like oh my gosh no you're so skinny that doesn't mean you have body dysmorphia that just means that maybe you're seeing something that your friend isn't seeing or maybe you're just really sensitive to the mm -hmm. way you look Right, which is like normative, especially nowadays for better or for worse because of, you know, media, social media, the thin ideal and all of that. Yeah. But one thing that I wanted to say real quick, just in regards to last episode. So I don't know if y'all are aware about this, but there was like a TikToker, this black therapist who was fired from her job because she, you, you know, that whole saga. And apparently mm -hmm. there's now a Refinery29 article was like, I'm a black therapist and I was fired from my job because of TikTok. I didn't click on it, but I was like, okay, <laughs> that whole, that whole saga was just to me very, very silly. It's like, why did she have to, I, like, I understand the thesis of what she was saying. Basically black men need to go in therapy or go to therapy because um, she sees a lot of black men in her practice and she finds that it would be helpful for them, especially in, you know, these unprecedented times. But her tone was a tone. And of course, everyone just got up in arms about it, too. And at the time, I was like, I mean, I just wouldn't have ever said that. I would have just kept quiet and kept it to myself or kept it in my circles. Or if I'm in a consultation group, brought it up in consultation. Yeah. Now being on a platform and last week I was speaking so I was just speaking very, I feel like spicier than normal about mental health and things like that. I just want to take it down a notch. <laughs> and I think moving <laughs> forward, use this as a space to reflect on what is helpful and what is not helpful as opposed to like you guys are doing right. Because I, you know, I have, you know, my own opinions, which is fair. I have a right to have opinions. At the same time, I'm not trying to lose my job. Okay, yeah. I was like, oh, the connection <laughs> is that she's like, I'm not on the type of time she was on. I didn't mean to come off the way that she did. The, mm -hmm. I mean, for anybody who doesn't know what Cynthia's referring to, it's just this, uh, back when that article dropped that we talked about, like the rise of lonely single men, mm -hmm. she was like, I don't want to use the word, what's the word? Animated, I'll use animated. She was yeah. animated and passionate about the fact that she's like, and she was speaking, like the code switching was gone. Like she was straight mm -hmm. up, like using a lot of swear words and being like black men need to like change and da 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 da, da. And you know, black men were upset about this and it went so far because she's a 
therapist that they went and found the company she works with and wrote angry emails and she got let go. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just thought that was unfortunate. I feel like you should be able to... How do I say this? Mm -hmm. You should be able to have some sort of opinion and be able to use your occupation as like a, hey, I'm legit because I actually work in this field or whatever. Like if you were a lawyer and you're like, I represent a lot of black clients and this is what y'all get. This is what gets y'all twisted up or whatever. I would hate for someone to go to your law firm and be like, look what she said about (laughs) about black Mm -hmm. people. Get rid of her. And like for you to lose your job at the firm you work at. And I guess that's just the reality of the, this is why I don't, I don't make TikTok videos. I just deactivated my Facebook. I don't tweet anymore because it's like, I don't want, anybody i really appreciate that we stay below 30 listens per episode right (laughs) at least with our current our last 10 episodes our first episodes i could have sworn we had bots because we got up to like 90 plays and stuff and i was like who the fuck is listening to this but now it's like we are very modest in the people who listen and i'm glad because i don't care to catch on because y'all are crazy Mm y'all will find people you'll tell people's jobs you'll purposefully misunderstand stuff you'll like use these buzzwords like gatekeeping and shit to like make people (laughs) feel bad oh all this stuff that I'm like, it's really not worth it. I don't want to be <laughs> known if it means that y'all are going to like get mad at me about shit. That's like, why are you even, why do you care about what I'm saying? I'm one right. person. <laughs> right. And I understand, like I mentioned before, I, I probably said this so many times in that episode. It's just like, you know, I understand where it's coming from. The needs to belong, representation, feeling validated in how you are actually feeling because your feelings are real. So I think I'll just land there. And I think I'll always come back to that point with everything because, you know, I just think that's the most helpful way to look at the situation, at least in these days yeah. and times. And it's where I believe that's where I stand, you know, first and foremost. But I feel like I kind of mm. I, I just hate that you have to say that. I know. I hate that that always has to be the like you can't say an opinion or something that maybe needs to just be said. Like, let's just put it out there without being following up. me like, well, of course, I don't hate these people or I understand. And oh, you know, everybody needs to find where they belong. And oh, it completely makes sense how to. it's like you have to undo your point so that people don't go like what about me i'm not like that or i have a specific situation that's an outlier and i need to speak up and you have to be like well i covered you because i put out that safety blanket of saying not everybody not all men not everyone is this way and it's like if it's please like learn to be like oh that's not me right and move on or whatever unless somebody is specifically talking about a community they know nothing about and they're not in mm-hmm. or whatever the way that these have been on podcasts you know i was thinking i've been looking for more podcasts to listen to there are not enough black women podcasts and i mean it like regular people like i mean i feel like the black women podcasts that i found have been like the one with sydney washington and Oh, unofficial expert podcast, but they're done. They got Mm -hmm. dropped from their production company, so they haven't had a new episode in over a year. And then there was that the Okay, Okay, Now Listen podcast with Scotty Beam and her. But I was like, I don't really relate to them that much. (laughs) So after a while, I was like, eh, I don't really... You know, whatever. Like, I feel like I'm just not. Remember another round? Did you listen to them? Yes, I did. That was years ago, dude. They They got dropped by BuzzFeed. And then they, but they were like, oh, we're coming. We're going to keep going because BuzzFeed let us own the property of another round. But they never did. They never came back. Yeah, yeah. And even with the Scotty Beam and um, Sylvia O'Bell show, I think theirs was either dropped or something like that. Like, they're no longer making episodes. Yeah. They're from 
they're from Netflix. I mean, they were sponsored by Netflix. So actually, that would make a lot of sense if Netflix yeah. was like how they dropped and fired all these people. If they're like, yeah, we're not doing a, a podcast <laughs> department anymore. That's that's done and over with. Obviously, I listened to The Read because you put me onto The Read. Okay. I listened to Jaden XD. Mm-hmm. So I have a few Black people podcasts that I know, but all the other ones that I've actually just recently started listening to listening to are white women. <laughs> and I'm like, it's hard. <laughs> because they have the content. Like there's this podcast called Celebrity Memoir Book Club. And I was like, that's cool because I love memoirs, mm-hmm. but I can't stand their voices. <laughs> oh, really? I'm I- like, have you listened to them? Yes, I I have on TikTok because they have a TikTok. So I didn't realize that a podcast, it's those two white girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about white women podcasts that I've le- recently subscribed to. There's yeah. I haven't even played an episode because their voices are a little grating to me. Like it, like they're the kind of white women who I'm like, I could, I would never be friends with you in real life. Mm-hmm. I don't think we would ever be friends. Not that you're like, you're probably an, a cool person, but I don't even think you want to be friends with me. Like their voices are so white that I'm like, I don't believe you talk to black people very much. <laughs> and then sounds like a cult is the new one that I've. Uh-huh. subscribe to it's really good one of them is like an author who used to like be a beauty not blogger but like writer or whatever and the other one is a budding or aspiring budding comedian they're pretty good i just listened to their episode on plastic surgery because sydney washington was on that episode mm. uh and sydney's great and i almost was like we should do an episode about plastic surgery again <sighs> but i spent the week trying to think of material and i didn't find enough so we can like touch on the stuff that i found out but at the end of the day I, anyways we'll get into that later okay um and yeah wait 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 there's a new podcast that i subscribed to today called it's become a whole thing because the girl on it her name is emily rose and i found her on tiktok and she has been <laughs> she has a whole playlist on tiktok called pr relationships where she breaks down celebrities mm. and PR relationships and how you can tell. Like she talks about how when Sean Mendes and Camila C- C- Cabaret were together, that um, <laughs> Kabuki, Camila Kabuki. Kabuki were together. That, <laughs> that uh, during, during the pandemic, they would walk, take awkward walks together, holding empty coffee cups. And it was like, first of all, who even walks with a whole ass porcelain coffee cup? And two, why are your cups empty? Like, Mm -hmm. it was very clear that they had called paparazzi to film and they had a schedule of stuff. She has a bunch of other couples. She talks about like, uh, she thinks that Harry Styles and Olivia Wilder, PR couple, which I believe and stuff like that. And she's obviously talked about Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. And she was adamant that I mean, it's uh, who doesn't believe this? They planned it from the get go. But her Mm -hmm. theory is that it was planned to take away attention from Astroworld. Interesting. Okay. Skeet. Every time that I hate Kanye, but he called him Skeet. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Anyway, but I guess the timing would make Astroworld was 2021, November. Mm -hmm. They started dating in October or something. Or like, when was it? I can't tell you, but it was very clearly orchestrated. And Mm. um, also, like, they apparently had to delay their show three months, the Kardashian show on Hulu. Three months because they were like, okay, shit, we need to refilm some stuff because they needed to change the narrative and make Travis Scott look like an amazing dad. And then they also needed to paint the picture of Kim and Pete being together and Mm. other stuff. And they needed to make it look like Kendall Jenner was not at Astro World, but was in Miami when she very clearly was at Astro World. Yeah. So they were in the booth. Yeah. I was just kind of like, it kind of made me sick. Like, 
because i remember when that happened and we talked mm-hmm. about it and i had a whole ass bonus episode about it because it's like mm-hmm. like 10 people nine or 10 people died an eight-year-old died Hi. and i don't even know what their settlements were like it was just kind of kept hush hush and i will just never understand people um who defended travis scott because even if you really believe that he just was so zooted he had no idea what was going on and oh he he tried to help these people he told you know he stopped them one time or whatever it's like who 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 has that many people especially young people die Mm -hmm. during their performance at a festival during their performance Mm -hmm. and it's so quick to be like i want to get back on stage and keep performing right exactly that's where I land on this thing, because it's like, I feel like as the artist, the reason why all those people came there in the first place, isn't that not traumatizing to you? That because of you, indirectly or directly, whatever, because of you, that is that led to the death of all these people. A child, an eight-year-old who had driven from Oklahoma, like out of state to, to visit like his stepfather and they came to the concert. No, he was with his dad. Oh, his dad? Okay. He was with his actual dad. I don't oh, know God. where they drove from, but okay. it was, his parents aren't together and it was like his weekend with his dad. Yeah, they were from out of town. And God, see, that's a terrible story. It's so unfortunate. And how that wouldn't just shake you and be like, I need to take a year off from everything. Yeah. I don't, and <sighs> that's why I'm like, I don't want this to be like a pop culture podcast because I really feel like these mm. people are kind of evil. It would make me sick to my stomach to know that people died in my presence and I didn't save mm. them. Like people would have to actively be convincing me. I'd have to be in therapy for my yeah. therapist to be like, it's not your fault. Right. You didn't see. Right. I would still be like, but there's something like, why didn't I see it? I wasn't looking. I should have done. Like the fact that he so quickly was like, just trying to like defend his slot in, in, at Coachella and like mm-hmm. he was getting dropped from things and was like trying to keep going. And then he had that horrible interview with Charlemagne like a month after. Like he wasn't taking any kind of break. No. He like immediately, you, you could tell like his focus was just like, I got to keep this going. Like I, I want to get back out there. And that's so weird weird to me this illuminati shit might be real because it's like your fans can die and you're like oh i feel bad but like what about my career i'm supposed to be at coachella in like six months how do we make sure that doesn't fall through he has so much money that he could have taken a year off and then come back he didn't do that even ariana grande at her you know obviously Mm -hmm. what happened at her concert in manchester it was not it was like a terrorist attack it was not her but she did a benefit concert for the victims and like i don't know if she what happened i just feel like there's a level of respect and remorse that we never saw in that situation and like the way that i saw people on the internet just weirdly defending him and i'm like so you'd have proof now that you could literally die mm-hmm. in his presence and he would not shed a tear and would just be right. like okay but what about my next paycheck like what about my right. next what about my deals and you're still like oh it's not his fault you could die could and die. he would not care just like he's not caring about you defending him on twitter or he on doesn't TikTok. need it i mean the team anyways like he's with lou taylor who orchestrated britney spears's <laughs> fucking uh, enslavement so yeah. that's his business manager yeah. so he, her and the kardashian team like they obviously fixed it and now nobody even remembers World. and oh he's such a good dad and him and kylie which that whole thing is a pr relationship i don't know we live such different worlds mm-hmm. it's just insane i think that's why last week with the whole adam levine thing <laughs> i just oh, and now yeah. everybody's talking about nia long and her 10 year fiance and i'm like why are y'all so shocked we don't live in the same world as these people we're normal people we're gonna date normal normal people we're probably gonna date 
you know, people who have average amounts of money and have average looks. And girl, no, we're big ballers over here. I declare. I live it. in reality. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to lie to myself. I can't. <laughs> I understand the idea of manifesting and claiming, but let's be serious. Like, realistically, big if ballers. we even find someone, it's not going to be like, it's probably the statistics show. It's probably not going to be a millionaire. He's probably, or whoever they are, they're probably not going to be a 10. Girl, like, watch. Just- this is a recording. I'm sorry I cut you off, but we have it on record. We will come back to this in five years. We'll see what happens. Big ballers. I'm not saying never. I'm okay. saying statistically, speaking realistically, okay, <laughs> of who you and I are, are most likely to end up with if we find someone that we trust enough to fully commit to or whatever. We're not like these people. Like It just doesn't shock me that Adam Levine would be having other women outside of his wife. I don't understand how that's so like, I guess the main news was that he was considering naming uh, Mm. one of his kids after the girl and that he was just out on Instagram. That I guess is like, why? Hmm. Maybe. I I mean, part of me is like, I don't think it's even that surprising that he used Instagram either. No, the exposure. Exactly. It's the, there was some podcast or some YouTube video I listened to where they were like, we used to just compare ourselves to the people we knew every day, like people we went to school with, like Mm -hmm. our worlds were very small. The world, we can see anybody now, anybody ever. So if on his, what's the page? Is it for you page on? Oh yeah. What is it called on Instagram? Oh Never mind. Is it called a for you page still? Discovery? Discovery page? Yeah. I feel like there's a page on Instagram that's like, oh, we think you'll like this because you like all this stuff. I don't know. Maybe I'm not right. I don't. But there's something like that on Instagram. And he probably was shown a lot of these Instagram models because he's probably liked models photos. I mean, his Mm -hmm. wife is a model. So it's not really surprising to me that he would probably, I mean, I guess that's where the disrespect comes in. Because why would he try to be discreet by like having someone else reach out to the women on his behalf. But I guess he's like, ah, it's more direct if it just comes from me. <laughs> it's quicker. <laughs> Maybe more inclined. <laughs> this blue check has got to be worth something. <laughs> but you can't look at him in the moves like Jagger video and think he's not a, a dick. <laughs> like, he just looks like the type of dude who, like, would just straight up DM you, asking you for whatever. I, I thought some more about it. <laughs> and I was like, if he had asked me, <laughs> hypothetically, put yourself in this situation. Okay. And- I'll put myself in a situation. If he had hit me up, talk about he thought I was fine, and he was talking about meeting up in real life, I would go for it. I may or may not be like, are you married? Because it looks like you're married. Mm. But if he told me, yeah, but it's like a PR marriage or like, trust me, like you don't need to worry about it. I probably would just go with it because I again, I'd be like, it's fucking Adam Levine. Like there's no way that I would even count this as cheating. He is for everybody. <laughs> like I would just assume uh- <laughs> and I would ride the wave and I wouldn't be looking at it like a real like, oh my gosh, this is my boyfriend. I would be like, we having fun, whatever. The young Miami energy is what I would have. Now, <laughs> if, for some of these girls, he was asking for just like photos and stuff. Yeah. Me personally, I can't picture myself being the kind of Instagram pre- presence where like I have photos in like lingerie yeah. or like nudes and stuff. I think these yeah. girls are more along that line. So maybe him asking them for more photos wasn't a big deal to them because I feel like they sent them. Mm-hmm. Me, if he asked me for photos, I would. That's where I would cut it off because I'm not sending nobody no photos. No, especially not on Instagram. But period, yeah. I'm not sending nothing to you. Yeah. So I'm so sorry, Adam Levine. Like 
it wouldn't have gone very far if he asked me for photos. But if he was in Austin, I'd be like, yeah, I can come hang out. Especially, I wouldn't go straight. If we hung out in his hotel lobby, like at the bar, yes. But if he said, come up to my room, oh, yeah, no. I wouldn't because that sounds kind of... You know, that sounds like a violation waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. Not you. Me. Is there a situation in which you would have entertained Adam Levine? And let's be honest. Please be honest. Please be honest. honest as you can. <laughs> honest. I mean, I, I, so I don't find him that attractive. I think if it was someone. That's fair. Yeah. I just don't find him that attractive. He was in a Lonely Island video that I used to watch all the time in high school. And he was cute in that video. But now I don't know. I think if like let's say it was like some celebrity who I was like in love with or like John Boyega or something like that, and he reached out to me in DMs and he was married, I would I would respond. But if it turned into any type of flirtatious thing, I would have to stop. I would just feel like I'm just gonna get punished. I feel like karma is gonna get me. It's gonna come back to me. I'm gonna have a husband who's gonna cheat on me. Like I don't mm. want to play with that. I think that way about normal people. I <laughs> there story time when i was Mm -hmm. like 25 i was i used to have this good friend who was like we were good like we were good time girls like we went out drank met cute guys whatever like it was a good run while it lasted Mm -hmm. and so one of the times i was with her uh she ran into this guy that apparently was part of the entourage of this dj called snake hips who's worked with like chance the rapper and yeah what's her name tatiana tiana Tiana takashi what is her name Tanache. Oh, those eight different people. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) I don't listen to her music. That's why it was hard for me to remember. (laughs) And so anyways, she was like, oh, that's the guy that I met the other night out. Yeah, he works with like, he's with this like DJ. What's his name? Snake Hips. I was like, Snake Hips, I know one song. And I was like, oh my gosh, because I knew the one song with Chance the Rapper and Mm -hmm. Tanache. And so anyways, we linked up with them and kept hanging out with them. We ended up at, it was pretty sad. We ended up at some college girls, like expensive apartment. (laughs) She had a whole room with DJ equipment and I got to practice DJing. These people are rich for real. These girls were like 21. Oh my gosh. Which I mean... I guess that's not that much younger than 25, but what? anyways, I won't get into like the morality of the night, but <laughs> either way, so we were hanging out with them and there were loads of cute guys in this crew and they were all from the UK. <gasps> and so one of them was really hot and he had that accent and we were flirting and I was sitting on his lap and I look over at his finger and I see a ring on it. And I was like, what's that? You girl. He's like, mind. oh, I'm married. Uh-oh. I was like, excuse me? Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, what? And I quickly got off his lap. Yeah, I'm married. You, but you saw that before. You already had seen that. I was like, no, I said they lie. You said they lie. Wow. I was like, I didn't see that. He's like, well, what's the big deal? I was like, dude, I wanted to make out. Like, I thought we was going to do something. He was like, we can still do that. I just won't yeah. tell my wife. Uh-uh. Hey, maybe I haven't told you the story before. No. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, he was like, I just won't tell my wife. And I was like, no, I'm not doing this. And so I stayed away from him for the rest of the night. And he kept giving me those puppy dog eyes. And I was like, no, no. Because that's the type of shit where I'm like, that is some fucking karma. And it just Mm -hmm. made me think like, man, this shit is real. Like these dudes be going on holiday and be just cheating. And it's all bro code because... I'm sure none of his homeboys would have told his wife. And I'm thinking about his wedding and his vows, and he's not. So, girl, oh my God. I would never do that for somebody who who is like a normal person because it's like your wife didn't fucking sign up for that. Not like an A list celebrity. I would have fun. Yes, I would. Because (laughs) I would assume that, I mean, you're an A list celebrity. Y'all can check out this uh, post that I put out like a week ago on my blog. Yes, y'all should. Ag says. 
youngyung.com young y-u-n-g i forget the title but it's something like rich men aren't faithful like rich famous men aren't because if you marry like a lebron james or like a michael jordan or an adam levine or a harry styles or a nick jonas or whatever i feel like you should just know that somebody that fine and that rich and that famous who is a man is in no way going to keep his dick to himself for the next 70 years or 60 years or 50. Mm-hmm. It's not happening. He's going to sleep with other people. So either you can play dumb and not have the conversation about reality, or you can have the conversation and you probably have some rules in place or like some mm-hmm. sort of understanding. At this age, I assume that there's an understanding for a lot of these rich, famous men. And if there's not, it's just the wife being naive. Or maybe if it turns into this big blow up, it's... um. You know, like he just was way too disrespectful with it. Mm-hmm. Like with the Nia Long thing, there's some speculation by some people that it's probably not her fiance's first time cheating. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, I mean, they've been together for 12 years, engaged for seven. Yeah. And she's like, oh, apparently she has said, I have, marriage isn't that important. It's not a priority. And it's like, so you decided to accept the ring though and be engaged for seven years. It's kind of giving like, he's probably proven to be somewhat untrustworthy mm-hmm. in the past. And so you're like, I don't need to, I'm not in a rush to marry him. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Type of vibe. Oh. But like, you're not ready to leave because you're like, you've accepted mm-hmm. some level of how he is. It's just, you know, public some people's opinion or whatever but yeah with like the adam levines i feel like that's a different thing like i just wouldn't go into that being like oh my gosh we're gonna be in love and he's gonna leave his wife i would just assume his wife is who he actually cares about Hmm. when he wants to have fun he comes to me and probably five other women (laughs) oh my gosh and the thing with that too is like that's like you said a whole different world also i'd be concerned about the health like aspects of that if everyone what do you mean like clean uh, I would usually in a perfect world, I would be, but like in this dating world, like even dating regular people, you're dealing with the same shit. Yeah. When you date somebody in real life, whether you met them from an app or in real life, like they're probably dating and sleeping with other people and just not telling you. I mean, even regardless, famous or not famous, health comes first. So that's like something that, you know, you should be thinking about. But like you said, like that's a whole different world. Like it'd be one thing if like Mickey Mouse came out and was like, I'm divorcing Minnie. Then everyone would like be up in arms because like, oh, how could that ever happen or whatever? But this isn't Mickey Mouse. Sorry, that was a weird Sorry, that example. I'm sorry. I was trying to think like who would never break up? It's like, yeah, Mickey The purest couple I can think of is Mickey and Minnie Mouse. Real love. Um, But I'm looking, I mean, whatever. I think the thing with that too is that comes, it goes back to like parasocial relationships, which we talked about before, where it's like with these celebrities, especially since everything is online, everything is exposed. You kind of feel like you know them because you follow them Mm -hmm. on Instagram or whatever. You like go to their shows and stuff like that. You feel like you know them. It's like, no, you don't. You don't know what happens behind the clothes, but you don't know who these people really are. So when these things become exposed, it's like, you can see it and just like, well, that's something you look at it from a distance. Like you don't put yourself (laughs) in that position because you're not there so yeah i mean that industry is just a lot dirtier than like we already started saying about the astroworld thing it's just dirtier on so many different levels Mm -hmm. so i just like i feel like that kind of stuff is normal the statement he put out where he was like we're gonna get through it and we're gonna get through it together i was like oh so him and his wife brought enough accord for her to be like i'm willing to work this out that quickly like Mm -hmm. it's so like like linked and so like this isn't even that big Mm -hmm. that like it's not even like 
she needs time to think if she wants to stay or not. It's her being like, yeah, I'm going to stay. We just need to figure out how to power through this. Mm -hmm. So, Like I said, like, I don't think, I think they had some level of understanding Hmm. that he was going to do him. And she was probably okay with that. But it's just that now everybody knows and it's disrespectful. So all y'all people being like, oh my gosh, his wife, his poor wife. I'm like, yeah, she's embarrassed. So like, yeah, I guess if you care, like feel bad. Oh yeah. Oh, going back to what you said about like, uh, not wanting to do that to another woman. And then you talked about John Boyega. I wouldn't do it with him because I feel like his wife is going to be black and I wouldn't do that to a black woman. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I and I feel like that. the car would be more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. <If> you're, <laughs> I wouldn't uh, cheat with a black man, period. But yeah. I feel like, especially if he had a black Mm-hmm. wife mm-hmm. i wouldn't do that to another black woman because it's mm-hmm. like you found happiness why on earth would i help him fuck that up I and know. if it's a black man with a white wife i would be like ew you, you i mean hey <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're confused man like i i think you're confused i'm like <laughs> sorry that would just turn me off it's like you're with a white woman i'm sorry i just like i wouldn't cheat with i mean donald glover is not even attractive to me anymore mm-hmm. but no wouldn't. not at all not at all because no, no. no. <laughs> No. <laughs> this conversation got weird <laughs> now i'm talking about what kind of men i would cheat with and what kind of men i wouldn't him but not him, him but and not to clarify him. i just don't view it as cheating if you're having fun with a very popular rich and well-known celebrity man because i feel like whoever's with him has to know what she signed up for you have to know mm-hmm. you have to know now if it's a normal man like you're a piece of shit because it's mm-hmm. like what is so good about him what did he actually give you that was worth doing this it's not fun to fuck up regular people but like people in hollywood these a-listers they're already fucked up oh if yeah it's not you it's somebody else and if you don't want to be a part of that type of shit like i respect it i'm just here for a good time so <laughs> <laughs> for the mess yeah no i, I think that too because i think that like People like Adam Levine, whatever the other dude's name was, they've been in the industry for decades at this point. Like he's been making music since like the early. Uh, I know he's in his 40s. Yeah. So they've been around this. They're steep into this culture. They probably don't even remember what it was like not to be famous. So if you're in that system, you're in that industry. Everything is just hedonistic, pleasure filled. You can get whatever you want at the job. It's like, okay, well, that's all y'all. Y'all can do that within your circles. I don't know you personally, so I feel bad if people's feelings were hurt, but. I mean, I don't know. That's that's y'all's lives. You could you have the choice not to do that, but you don't need to because you're in that world, even though it doesn't make it right or wrong. I mean, right. Doesn't make it right. I think my question is to that girl, the girl who kicked all this shit off. How could you stand him for a year? (laughs) Sorry. He again, if you look at the moves like Jagger video, he once did an interview where he talked about for his high school prom. He had this gorgeous girlfriend that he was going to go to prom with and he like ditched her for like someone else (laughs) like he's been an asshole Mm -hmm. i don't know how she played along for a year i just feel like conversations would run out and eventually i'd be like i don't actually enjoy his presence and it's Mm -hmm. not fun he's not giving that he would pay he's not dropping birkin bag money on you and then he also seems like not the best conversationalist for long so i don't know how she lasted that long that's how i know she's dumb Mm because like you gotta be like kind of an airhead to be with somebody that douchey for that long so i feel like just to touch on the plastic surgery thing that i was thinking of oh yeah 
What kicked this off for me is, you know, we touched on last week how the Kardashians have decided that they don't want to, like, mimic Black women's bodies anymore. And they want to, like, be, like, frail white women (laughs) now because they're done with Black men. And I guess, you know, it's actually the idea that as BBLs and all of these boob jobs have become more accessible, it's just that trend, that reverse trend of rich people being like, oh, all these regular people have access to this. So we don't like it anymore. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have likened it to, like, when... Rich white Europeans or whatever were like into spices, and then everybody was able to get spices, and they were like, actually, natural tasting food is more luxurious, and we don't like spices. Like they, they're <laughs> always gonna move the goalposts because they don't want regular people to be like them, and so that's the idea behind why they've decided to get rid of these voluminous, bulbous bodies. I mean, have you seen recent photos? They are thin. Oh yeah, especially with uh, what's her face, Kim. There was like a side by side of her like on the Jimmy Fallon show or something like that. Where before, like her boobs were huge, her waist was snatched, her ass was huge. And then today she looks like not Kate Moss, but she looks so skinny. She has like no boobs. I'm like, and there's literally no scarring, no nothing. I'm like, how do you guys, I just don't, it's not sustainable. I just don't think it's sustainable. Even on your mental health, I don't know. They kind of scare me because the the stuff that they're willing to do, I just, I'm like kind of confused why they have doctors who are like, okay with this getting that much work done period to get to have these huge boobs i'm sure like they've had several different boob jobs over the years to get the perfect shape that they want mm-hmm. the butts the the lipo the tummy tucks the nose jobs the facelifts and all of that the filler everything you could think of and then being like okay now take it out apparently the tea is that a lot of celebrities and this is the rumor with the kardashians is that they're using diabetes medication that helps with weight loss apparently healthline has an article out about how there are several there's a few different types of diabetes injectables that aid with weight loss and some Mm -hmm. of these one of them i could tell you the name of it but i'm not going to it's in very low supply now Mm -hmm. um and it will cost you like a thousand dollars a month you can yeah you can get it prescribed to you or you can just get it over the counter if you get it over the counter obviously like you have to pay out of pocket and that's where it's a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars a month and you just inject yourself like once a week and it like slows down your stomach um your stomach's process so that you stay full for longer and yeah it's starting to be of short supply for people who are like pre-diabetic and actually need it and that's what apparently the kardashians are doing to aid with weight loss they're injecting themselves with diabetes medication oh my gosh oh i just if you do like the cost benefit analysis of this how you come out being like okay let me continue to inject myself with something that was not designed to do what i'm using it for for probably long periods of time i don't think they're doing it as like one dose they're probably doing it as part of a whole weight loss system or something like that like they've been doing this for several months yeah to get as skinny as they look now oh my gosh and how do they not like what are the side effects of that like do they not i read that the side effects can be like constipation diarrhea nausea something else something else something else there are side effects that are definitely possible and i i just feel like if you could examine their skin underneath and see all the scar tissue that's there from all the cutting that they've done to like surgery is really scary Mm -hmm. the way that they look they make it seem so simple and painless because you never see any scarring or anything obvious they walk and act like everything's fine they are not open about the work that they've had done and in mm-hmm. fact at times will straight up lie and say that yeah. they 
do this. They didn't do that or whatever. And at this point, all of them have had it to varying degrees. Apparently, Kendall's had a lot done. She's had a skinny BBL. So apparently that's the thing where you can get a BBL, but it just looks more natural and it's for like smaller framed, thinner bodies or whatever. Mm. But like the... They have shifted the beauty standard. That's why I think it's even worth talking about is that they keep shifting it. Yeah. And they have posited themselves as like the pinnacle of beauty. I don't know if, I mean, I don't know if that was their goal or if they just ended up that way. And maybe they're that way. They're up there because they're they're the only, they're not the first people to do surgery. No. I don't know how they revolutionized surgery. I don't. I think it's like a mix of things. I think it's like the extreme popularity, their prevalence on like social media, like on Instagram, because they're like one of the top follow people like in all categories or whatever. And then that combined with their proximity to black culture and being around like black people. And since black people drive culture in this country, since they were popular among black people, especially when they were dating black men, that drove them up because if they were only like around white people only, they wouldn't have, I don't think they would have had the mainstream success that they do in the pop culture frame if it wasn't for their proximity to black culture. That on top of like all their like business stuff, I think it's just, they're in so many different pockets and at the right time too, like right when social media started, right when all these things started popping off that they were just in the position to blow up and like popularize things. because they're white if they weren't white it wouldn't have ever gotten to this point either i think it's a mixed thing yeah i feel like the only difference between them and other celebrities who have gotten work done or are known for getting work done they're the first ones who got work done to mimic black features mm-hmm. they're the first ones who were very and they've done it with every other aesthetic like not only did they get the black woman voluptuous body and a huge ridiculous butt but also the boxer braids thing mm-hmm them putting their photos remember those t-shirts where like kendall and yeah. kylie put their faces over like tupac and like nwa i don't even know why they did that i don't know what why. was the thing with that why who benefited why was it? it wasn't cute it was ugly why not put your faces over like the spice girls or britney spears why do it to like these black hip-hop legends i don't understand that they've just constantly just tried to they've just taken things that they've seen black people do and let white people be like wow they're doing this they're bringing this back they're popularizing this right and it's like how did you why don't y'all correct any of this or they don't feel like they have to but they know that they're taking from black people they literally steal black women's designs for their clothing lines so with this whole surgery thing and it kind of just sickens me that it is them being like ew everybody looks like this now Let's get rid of it. Let's go to the doctor and like get it taken out. And like, let's get these. Who do they even talk to who tells them shit like, oh yeah, you know, there's some diabetes medication that you could literally use. Is it their nutritionist? Who is giving them this weird tea? I feel like you can't keep playing their doctors, you think? Yeah, I think so. Like those celebrity doctors who are on like the doctor's show and stuff like that are on botched. There's not like some sort of moral code to be like, you've been pushing your body to its limit. And if you keep playing God with your own body, Mm. eventually it's going to catch up with you. Like, I just feel like they're not going to live too long. I guess I'm supposed to knock on wood with that. But you can't keep playing God with your own body. Like you're playing fucking Frankenstein Mm -hmm. with your own body so many times, dozens of times. And you think you're going to, I just feel like eventually one of these things is going to stop your heart or some sort of blood clot, something you're playing with fire. Mm -hmm. And I think with that too, I think they are being stopped from doing the extreme, especially someone like Kim who said, I feel like I care most about my looks than any other person on the planet in that one interview that she did or whatever, because we've seen extremes, Heidi Montag, 
that mm. other person, I don't know, but I feel like someone is stopping them from becoming that. Otherwise they would continue to do that. I feel like if it's not Kim, maybe Chloe, one of those two, especially. With Heidi Montag, she stopped because she got to a place where she was like, she'd gotten some bad stuff, some bad work done. It was just her own mom was like, you look crazy. She did. Yeah. I don't think with, I mean, with the Kardashian Jenners, they just get really good work done. So nobody ever tells them you look crazy. Uh, and again, I, I guess their doctors aren't telling them you're playing with fire. I'm begging you, stop. Mm-hmm. I mean, can, put yourself in the shoes of somebody. We all have things that we want to change. We have loosely talked about like, oh, if you had the money, what would you change? Oh, I would change this. I would get yeah. this done, you know, little tweaks or whatever. But put yourself in that frame of mind of, Having the world at your fingertips, like you are a millionaire, you have businesses, you can basically date whoever you want, whatever. And like your focus and where most of your cash flow is going is just continually finding something to go to your plastic surgeon's office about. Whether it's like extra Botox, extra filler, like, oh, I think I see a wrinkle, I need Botox. Or, oh, can you put filler here? Can they do that? Or straight up being like, can you just raise my eyebrow like half an inch? Which calls for like a whole ass facelift. Things like facelifts and lipo and tummy tucks and buckle fat removal and like take some fat out from my arm and you know actually suck out the fat between my abs so that I look like I have abs and put some (laughs) fat in my butt now take the fat out of my butt the stuff that they do I mean put yourself in just somebody who's literally just gotten out of surgery Mm -hmm. five months ago or maybe just two weeks ago and you're already scheduling your next surgery for like five months from now or like like somebody who's just it's never enough Mm -hmm. I have to do more and even when you finally should have the complete look five years later you're like okay this look is tired so now Mm -hmm. I need to go back and I want you to remove it remove what I spent $50,000 on, remove all of this stuff, remove the boobs, the butt, because I, I think I actually want to be skinny. Like, that's that's wild. That's like, that's a mental illness to literally spend hundreds of thousands, if not millions, on the perfect look. And then five years later, be like, okay, remove half of that shit because mm-hmm. actually this look is tired. Like, they're changing bodies. Like, people change aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we also don't see them for what they actually look like because all of their pictures are photoshopped too. So stuff like all the work that they've gotten done... Who knows if it all settled in the right places and they just try to Photoshop it away. There are like, um, I think there was somebody on on TikTok who was like, okay, this is a Photoshop picture and this is how I can tell. Like the water in the background, it's slightly distorted, all the type of stuff. It's like they do it so much to the point where it's like, who knows? Maybe some of the stuff that they've gotten done is like not settling right, especially after years having kids, all of those different things that they're doing. They probably go out and still party and stuff like that. So then they have to get revision surgery. Plus once they when they want new stuff, it's just like, I mean, I don't know. I find personally, <laughs> I just don't think that's a quality way to live life. Even if I had all that money, there are things that I want to get done. Sure. Poopa. <laughs> but I don't think I could. I'm almost even afraid to do that because what if you do it and then you start to get addicted to it or like maybe not addicted, but just like, OK, well, what about this? What about this? What about this? Actually, that's a lie. I probably do the Fupa, but then I would stop. I wouldn't keep going. Yeah, I don't think it's bad or weird or wrong to want surgery, but I think most of us, I mean, money for sure will stop us from going so far, because even if you put your whatever surgery on layaway or like on credit or whatever, I think having to pay off a $5,000 or $10,000 procedure, once we paid it off, we'd be like, good or whatever. (laughs) Like, I feel like we all have a certain amount that's like, I can't be in debt (laughs) $50,000. I could be in debt 10,000, maybe even 15, but 50 plus, 
I can't do that no. or whatever. And again, the stuff that they do is not just big stuff like tummy tucks, boob jobs, the BBL. It's little things, little tweaks to the nose, eyebrow lifts, buckle fat removal, such little procedures that it's like, wow, like you really don't like anything about the way that you look. Mm-hmm. You want to tweak your construction to your face like it's some sort of drawing of yourself that you can just erase and like redraw that's crazy that really takes the whole like i mean i don't i i don't know if they ever pretended to be christian or not Mm, but like it kind of feels like you can't really be a christian and like want to redo so much of yourself you really believe in that then that's like god's work that you're like nah Mm. it's not good (laughs) i can do it better like (laughs) people aren't meant to be perfect looking and i think that's what's scary is so many celebrities have had nose jobs that the idea because they're the most visible people the idea of what a nose is supposed to look like is almost obliterated normal people with normal noses we're always going to look at our noses and be like it's not right something's Mm -hmm. off i wish i could do this because every celebrity you know has had a nose job. Tiana Taylor, Beyonce, black ones, the white ones, Asian ones, all of them have had nose jobs. Mm-hmm. And it's like even Megan the Stallion has had a nose job, apparently. Oh, wow. All of them have done something because it's just we are very visible. We're supposed to look perfect. So they have more pressure to do it, but it trickles down because then the rest of us, as it becomes more attainable, it's like, well, then I should do it too. Because, and then, yeah, the idea of, of like even still face tuning yourself. Because it's still in that picture you talked about where she's in the pool Mm -hmm. and she literally had them like face tune or Photoshop her back so that her neck and back looked slender. Yeah. I was like, that's that stuff is actually that's dangerous to to people because, you know, millions of people are looking at this photo. And so now normal women Mm -hmm. who will take a similar photo will be like, oh, my gosh, look at the hump in my back. I'm so big. Everybody actually looks like that. You're supposed to have that hump because you have a skeleton you have a backbone (laughs) you have shoulder blades that is supposed to appear Mm -hmm. but when these women are like i can't get rid of my shoulder blade so i'm just gonna like erase it out of the photo it's it's kind of scary it's really scary to see what they're willing to do i saw somebody on tiktok showed how they literally snatched little northwest waist in a photo what isn't she like nine yes she's a child and they literally i mean i don't know if it was her it was like some photo you know they all got biracial kids so they kind of yeah but one of the kids like they had literally taken in her waist and she looked to be like five or six years old and it's the fact that they're not even editing themselves they're editing their own damn kids yeah it's wild and it's wrong and they have so much influence over the overall culture of what women should look like or aim to look like i think in general as you near 30 you have less insecurities it used to be really easy for me to lose weight because Mm. i was very insecure and felt like i needed to look a certain way to be Mm. like good and now that i got that i'm a little older i'm kind of like yeah i want to be active and i want to be working out and be my best self if i'm not super small (laughs) i'm fine i'm not gonna starve myself younger people who look at them and are like that's what i should be looking like i want and also the fact that they sell shit pretend the lip kits that kylie would send which would sell but that's not how your lips look like that but you're lying and telling people that that's how it looks like that exactly i i was definitely i was just about to go there because some people some kardashian general apologists will be like well you know they're victims of the of society they're victims of the system and you know it takes all of us all, all of us together to eradicate no everybody is a victim of society by being in society right society creates these ideas everything is like culturally informed i understand that but i'm not making money off of society being a certain way you're not making money off of society being a certain way 
They are. They're benefiting off of things like Skims, Kylie's lip kits, Kourtney Kardashian's Boohoo collection with all this, all of this type of stuff. They are making money off of the thin ideal, off of like off of these things that they're participating in. I would completely be shocked if they had never gone to a therapist who talked to them about body dysmorphia. They've never gone for or gotten exposed to treatment or wellness camps or something like that to have to do with body image and stuff like that. They know they're 40 plus. They know what it is, but they know that they cannot sustain the lifestyle and the money that they're making. If they turn around and become like Alicia Keys, like we're not wearing makeup anymore. We're not doing (laughs) surgery. We're just coming completely natural granola girls. And that's how we're going to live our life. They will be broke in the next decade. So they're benefiting (laughs) off of it. I I was going to say, yeah, there's no money in being like, we're granola. Granola girls is not, that's not. Can you imagine if they did go like, we don't wear makeup anymore and van life and uh, (laughs) uh, Patagonia and Mm -hmm. whatever. There's just no money in that. The money is in in selling perfection. Mm -hmm. And that's what they've been trying to do. I honestly just feel like uh, I don't care about a lot of things, but they're my litmus test. Like, any woman that I ever hear say like I'm obsessed with them or I love them or like you have to respect them I'm immediately like immediately no no you don't you don't have to respect them you don't have to give them any kudos they are actually having a very adverse negative effect on the psyche of women in general Mm -hmm. they've completely obliterated beauty standards to where like most of us just don't feel comfortable in our own skin without wearing makeup or something I've started contouring my own damn nose Mm -hmm. Because that's the new look. And where does the look come from? It came from them. People weren't right. fucking contouring their noses like that before the Kardashians did it. They have influenced so it's like that uh that that speech that Meryl Streep gave in <laughs> the devil's with the devil wears Prada, where she's like, Oh, you think that sweater that you got out of that bin is just like ooh, something that you picked up? She talks about the history of that color cerulean and about how it debuted at like an Oscar de la Renta show. It da-da-da-da-da. And that's how it trickled down to you picking it up out of like a bargain bin somewhere. <laughs> I feel like that's them. Yeah. With our beauty standards and techniques, whatever you do now can probably be traced to something that the Kardashians did, whether they got it from black women or not, but like something that they did that has now trickled down to you, either the way you do your eyebrows, the way you do your makeup, Mm -hmm. what clothes you decide to wear. They... (laughs) They have a lot of influence and it's just so negative. And I just feel like how debilitating it must be to your own self. We know how much they feel like they have to look perfect. Remember those photos of Kylie that came out when yeah. the pandemic, when mm-hmm. she couldn't get to her doctor? She actually looked like a regular white girl. Yeah. And it was wild. Yeah, that was a photo that they didn't stage and it actually got out. And it's like, that's what you actually look like. Mm-hmm. But you can't rest in that. You have to get your spray tan and like wear a full face of makeup and you got to get the liposuction. And you know that I think we, I don't know if we talked about this the idea that there's something called a cesarean tuck where you can get a C section and a tummy tuck at the same time. What? And that's what, you know, the word on the street is what Kylie did with whichever baby maybe both the fact that you would put your body through the stuff that they put their bodies through just to look perfect is scary even with like weight loss surgery you have to go to therapy or they recommend some type of counseling before you even go under the knife to talk to someone to be like okay what are like what's going on cognitively behavior like in your emotions which led you to this position or led you to seek out therapy and things like that and i feel like there should be some entrance counseling for all plastic surgery that's more of a for-profit business weight loss surgery when they do require therapy, like on my 600 pound life, how they in the yeah. latest started assigning them a therapist. That's more to be like, 
we're gonna do this surgery Mm. but the issue is coming from within so you need to talk to somebody about how you got here because yeah. this, if, if for these people, it's not typically like, oh, I have a thyroid issue. It's literally like uh, something happened to me and I just kept eating from that point. So they do need therapy. But with regular plastic surgery, if you got a therapist, they might potentially talk you out of getting the work done. So why would they give you oh, somebody I see. I see. the bag away from them? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yikes. Well, yeah, that's why I'll, I mean, that's why like how I said, isn't there a moral code? A doctor finally being like, you've gotten so much done. You really don't need it. You don't. I wouldn't touch you. You're perfect. I'm not going to do this. I'm sure, there's like some surgeons out there who are like, I'm not going to do this because they don't want to fuck up their record. I'm mm-hmm. not going to. Oh, yeah, perfect. Definitely. It makes no sense. But there are pro- probably plenty of doctors who are like, oh, yeah, sure. What do you want? Yeah, I can do whatever. Yeah, let's get it on the books. Oh, gosh, <laughs> I know. I don't even look at them as people because I don't see any humanity in them. I really don't. I don't see humanity in people who cut themselves up like that. I don't see humanity in people who steal from a whole culture Mm -hmm. of people and pass things off as their own. I don't see humanity in people who shop their own sex tapes and have their own mamas looking at the sex tape saying, redo that, go and shoot some more content. I don't see humanity in people who uh, facetune their own children. Yeah. <laughs> it like, doesn't help. Like toddlers. I just like, I don't know. Even if you want to be like, well, they're a product of, I don't give a fuck about any of that. They're taking it too far, mm. too far. And they'll never be stopped. And even if their surgeries do catch up with them and like, they don't last long on this earth. I just know that they will be immortalized like Marilyn Monroe when they mm-hmm. have not done an eighth of the shit that Marilyn Monroe has done. Marilyn Monroe is actually pretty like, awesome she had talent she had talent but she also like had her own production company she took acting classes she really did want to be taken seriously and she did Mm -hmm. like a lot for herself whereas these women i don't know that they ever really wanted to be taken seriously ever fucking stuff that kim did with helping whoever centoya brown or whoever it was it wasn't brown helping people like get out of jail or something or prison getting their sentences commuted i'm like i feel like you can't even trust them to even know that that was genuine who knows what scandal that was helping divert attention from they're the kind of people that are so calculated nothing that they do is simply out of the goodness of their hearts they're not good people going back to with like the kardashians and stuff like that again their apologists are going to apologize or say things in their defense ultimately it's just a shame (laughs) it's like an absolute it's like an absolute shame i'm not going to defend them I don't necessarily feel bad for them. It's just a shame because of how it's affecting society, how it's affecting all their kids and stuff because they didn't ask to be born. They didn't ask to be put in the situation. Even having to reckon with what their mothers did or their grandmother did or whatever and all of that stuff that's going to be said about them when they're in their teenagerhood and having to, to go through all the politics of their dad being Kanye and then being mixed and your mom is white. It's just too much. That's going to be a lot of stress. Plus they were born into wealth. So who knows if they'll be able to regulate all of that trauma they experience with having a ton of money. So they might turn to the money to be able to address that in a way that might be helpful or not healthy. It's just like, it's like an it's an unfortunate situation and it's unfortunate for people to see that and think like that's a good way to model life. I'm titling this episode Apologists Gonna Apologize. <laughs> I love that. Is that how, is that how you use the word? You said I'm sure their apologists are gonna apologize. And I was like, <laughs> Apologists Gonna Apologize. <laughs> that's what they do. 
Like I, like I think I mentioned this before. There was a YouTuber who I used to like a lot, but then she was like, cool, Kim Kardashian's a businesswoman. They just on that. Okay, I'm done. Whatever. I mean, that just shows money is the, the root of everything. Like people just value money so much. Mm-hmm. That's how Donald Trump got to be president. People literally being like, he's a billionaire. He's a businessman. He can run our country. What the fuck does money have to do with anything? We don't care about people actually being good or morally upstanding, being good contributors to society. We just care that they have money. <laughs> it reminds me of this. <laughs> I used to watch uh, Love and Hip Hop Hollywood mm-hmm. and Soldier Boy was on it in the first season. And I remember the first season, like he was horrible to his then girlfriend, Nia, whatever her name was, Nia Riley, because Teddy Riley is like her fake dad or something. Or her dad, oh. sorry, no, no disrespect. He's like her dad. Yeah. He was so shitty and he was like cheating on her. I think that was season two. Anyways, he was getting called out at the reunion because he was so shitty to her. And you know he did? <laughs> he stood up. And he pulls out a stack of fucking hundreds. He's like, at the end of the day, it's about the motherfucking money. And he just starts spraying the stage. And everybody clapped and said, well, yeah, I mean, here's a point. (laughs) Look where we are. God, please have mercy. They don't know what they're doing. (laughs) (laughs) I really really wish I could... Find the hurricanes flying towards us. <laughs> it's like, it's like everything he did was like <laughs> mute, moot. Any points against him were moot because he said, at the end of the day, it's about the motherfucking money. And everybody like clapped. Like I remember fucking Nina Parker being on stage like, mm, well, yeah. Okay, hey, yeah. wow. You got me there. Because <laughs> I mean, every now and then people are like, Soldier Boy's a fucking legend. I'm like, didn't he like beat his ex? Oh, never mind. We're not talking about that today. No, because okay. it's about the money. Never mind. <laughs> money make a bitch too. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Wow. It's just so funny. But yeah, I mean, the, the points you made are very valid. And I just kind of feel like these people are soulless because when you do have to put this is your life. I don't know how they put a veil between what's real and what's not. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's got to fuck up your version of reality. Like what's real, what's not, who are your real friends who aren't, who are you mm-hmm. really in love with, who are you not? What are your real beliefs, what are not? How do you really, I don't know how they can keep that distinction and to like make everything for the purpose of like, well, whether it's good press or bad press, it's press and it drives attention. I feel like they're kind of a cult, especially Mm -hmm. just with the sex tape thing. Like that just very much gives cult. When your kids grow up and realize that they are in a cult (laughs) because they'll they'll find out like about the sex tape and then they'll find out that you guys did it on purpose and then they'll find out that Mima was over there directing and editing the sex tape. (laughs) That just (laughs) so much. That's a little like, I don't know if they'll be raised to think that that shit is normal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't know what it's gonna be like it might be like don't worry darling but from the kid's point of view <laughs> 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 oh my gosh that'd be great somebody's gotta like figure out how to make that a thing oh interesting <laughs> but anyways wow. i think that's all the time we have today okay <laughs> <laughs> if y'all don't know that we like this is all solo produce we fucking recorded ourselves i edit it we put it up on whatever Podbean platform we pay for the shit it can be like not debilitating but gosh it's work it is work and so uh, we may change the cadence not sure what anyways the cadence of this is only ever solely been vibes Mm -hmm. so when it comes out because we've never really committed to an episode every week it just kind of comes out as we can but Mm -hmm. and it's been like that for most of it i feel like like sure. You know, we're time. at over a year, right? Yeah. Yo, you're right. Yeah. Dang, we didn't have, we need to have a celebration episode. 
celebration <laughs> celebrate good times come out yeah august of 2021 is when we started and we just literally kept plowing through wow. with like a couple of breaks like we took like a month and a half break that's true during your summer break off and on skipped episodes and stuff but yeah a year straight you wouldn't think that two fools <laughs> would come together <laughs> go, and like actually yeah that's, i feel like we are the perfect people you are the perfect person to have done this with me because i feel like if i'd done it with any other friend we would have fallen off you know what i was thinking about that with you too because i feel like because you're so good at all of this rtf artistic direction <laughs> hosting yeah this has been a really fun ride uh, and I look forward to continuing it because it's just been fun. <laughs> hey. And on that note, we will see y'all later. Bye. See you later. You are listening to a Young Hag production.